Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 65. We're going to talk about dads who coach their own kids and dads who coach teams. Got some insight and some things that we want to share and some things we want to talk about. Uh, hopefully we'll have some good discussion and uh, make you think about a couple of things. Before we do that, we need to talk about our sponsors. First off, Cleat It Up. Cleat It Up FP is the app we want you to use. It's a free app for your phone. It's going to solve all your communication challenges within your team or within your organization. So check them out at cleatedup.com. It's C-L-E-A-T-E-D-U-P.com. Also want to talk about Nexair. Nexair is a Memphis-based industrial gas, medical gas, research gas, welding supply, and safety PPE supplier with strategically placed retail locations, sales branches, and distribution centers throughout the southeast. Nexair is never too far away. They maintain centralized product warehouses to serve you better and be more reliable. Through our services, you can receive the products you need when you need them. Our fleet of trucks will get you the gas you need when you need it. If you're interested in any Nexair product or service or just want to talk through your options, please get in touch. Our customer care team at 888-639-2474 will help you find the branch or outside sales rep in your area. Please reach out to Nexair. They'll take care of all your needs. And finally, let's talk about our Patreon page. Uh, Coach Don and I have been doing everything fast pitch and coach prep now for a little bit more than three years. We have started a Patreon page. If you're in a position where you can become a patron, help support us financially, we would love for you to do that. If you go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch, all the different levels of support will be explained to you. Our goal is to keep uh, everything that we're doing free. We don't want to become a subscription service. And the fact that uh, some of you are in a position where you can support us monthly uh, by becoming a patron, it's really a big help. I promise Coach Don and I are not getting rich doing this. We've been uh, investing for quite a while. A lot and, of expenses uh, here on our end. A lot of things yeah. that, uh, that we could really use your help. So hopefully you'll be able to help us out by becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. So Don, oh, I've said this many, many times. If dads didn't coach teams, there'd be no travel ball. There'd be no fast pitch softball. Well, I think that uh, obviously everybody's intentions are great. And we, we all want to get in there and get involved because we, we intend on doing a great job and provi- right. providing a great environment for our children to, uh, you know, to work on their sports skills. Right. And we've talked about the, you know, the quote unquote daddy ball in the past and how that has such a negative connotation to it because, the idea that any dad that coaches a team that has his own child on it, whether it's a boy or a girl, is doing it because they have a selfish or personal hidden motivation agenda. and agenda of looking out for their own kid. And so, you know, you see posts on uh, Facebook and other social media stuff, so all these different memes and things about the diagram of the diamond. You know, they always have the coach's kid is either the pitcher or the shortstop. You know, they're always kind of making fun of the fact that uh, coaches. Um, who have kids on teams are are doing it for some sort of nefarious reason. The topic for today kind of go, goes along with that because it's I don't believe that that's really the issue, but the issue that I want us to talk about today is dads that are coaching that are so committed to the idea of proving that wrong, that they're so committed to making sure that everybody knows that they're not running a daddy ball they're kind of They're not one of those. That they are twice as hard or three times as hard or a thousand times harder on their own child than they are on everybody else on the team. And the idea is that if I am treating my own child this way, if I'm coaching my own child this way, 
that that shows that I'm not favoring my child. The stereotypes are not right. me. Being my kid on my team is harder than being another Any, kid anyone on my else. team. And, and I've seen this a lot uh, in this last couple of years because I've been spending more and more time with travel ball teams and more and more time At with the ballpark, with, and yeah. especially with younger teams. And here's what I want to say. First off, you know, as I've said many times in the past, you know, I think that dads are a crucial part of the travel ball world. If we didn't have dads, and now more and more moms are getting involved too. Of course. But if we yeah. didn't have parents coaching teams, we wouldn't have teams. So that part, you know, we have to just kind of come to grips with that. That's and that's and I respect it. I appreciate it. I'm happy that they're doing it. I think that it's an amazing thing that they're willing to sacrifice their time and effort and energy and money to be out there to run a team so that kids have a chance to play. But here's the phenomenon that I want us to talk about. The dads or the parents in general that are being way harder on their own kid than they are on the other kids on the team. Because that's a problem. And it's a problem that we need to talk about. We need to put to, to rest. I mean, I've seen it uh, a couple of times here. I've seen dads cuss out their own kids. I've, seen, I've heard statements like, There's no you know, question whose child yeah, that is. Yeah, there's, you know, get your head out of your kind of thing, you know, in lo- you know, loud enough that everybody hears it, you know, prominently enough that, that there's no question that that's exactly what's being said in the face. You know, grab the face mask of the helmet, those kinds of aggressive truths and actions that yeah. are, you know, clearly shaky ground. Yeah, on, okay. on, on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. well, on, on shaky even ground. past the point. Yeah, I mean. and whether it's your own child that you're treating that way or somebody else's child, you know, I think that that's you know, already a Overboard. problem. But so here's why it's a problem when you decide to be harder on your own kid. If you're yelling at your own kid, if you're embarrassing your own kid, if you're belittling your own kid, if you're cussing at your own kid, what do you think is going through the minds of all the other players who are not your child? When they know that they might not be performing even as well as your child. And, And that's why we need to talk about it, because what we're doing as a way to show everybody, well, I don't favor my kid. I don't treat my kid better than the other kids. I don't, I don't give my kid special treatment. In reality, you're giving your kid special treatment, but it's really specially bad treatment. And what it does is it sends a message. And so I think sometimes we don't understand that this is the way that especially younger players' minds work. They know their parents love them more than life. They know their parents yep. would do anything for them. Yep. And when they see somebody else's parents treating their children badly, they see it. They notice it, and they know it's not right. And it's scary to them. It's very scary to a, a 10, 11, 12-year-old to see a coach on their team or the coach of their team jumping in the face of a child, whether it's their own child or not, really is is not as important as the fact that that really aggressive, really dominating attitude is being demonstrated. Kind of what we're thinking, Tori, is that uh, those actions are kind of, in a way, defending, you know, putting their child at the shortstop position when they probably deserve to be. A lot of times those kids are good enough to be hitting cleanup and playing shortstop, but just to keep everybody in check so so they don't feel like we're being in a situation that we're favoring ours. Right. If we're tougher outwardly like that on them, then then that shows that, hey, I'm really holding them to a, a high standard. But the point you're making, I think, is great, saying that, uh, you know, it's probably not really good for our child either. But right. the kids that are around and watching are also feeling like, well, hey, just exactly what you said, if he's acting that way because he can to his own, what's he really thinking about me making a mistake? Right. And how should I be 
And when, yep. when am I going to be the one that's going to get yelled at, cussed at, screamed right. at? And even if he's not doing it outside, he's doing it inside, and that's right. not fun to me, and yeah. Yeah, and so, so I think that what we have to understand is, we're, we're, I think that many coaches are, are taking this, this tack. Many dads and moms who are coaching, parent coaches are taking this because they want to send the message that they're going to be harder on their own kids but the reality of it is, what kind of message are you sending when you have people around your team, whether it's a player going, well, thank God he doesn't treat me like that, or a parent thinking, thank God he doesn't treat my daughter like that. Is that really the position of strength we want to be operating from as a coach who's trying to build a team and build a cohesive unit that's supposed to have faith in each other and trust each other and believe in each other? Yeah. And I think it's a it's a question that's it deserves some discussion deserves some thought i don't know i don't think that that those coaches maybe feel like that's the best way to get the best from their kids but if that's a defense for not being thrown in the daddy ball right you know club or group then you know just know that if your child is performing well and they're playing shortstop and hitting cleanup i don't think anybody else is going to question it right right well, well and even if they do you being mean spirited or harder or harsher or more vocal or not the more aggressive is not the fix. Parent who says, Well, the only reason Don's daughter plays shortstop is because Don's the coach, isn't going to think that any less because Don yells at his, at his daughter more than he yells at other kids on the team. She either deserves to be there or doesn't. Right. She's th- that parent still thinks your daughter doesn't deserve to be the shortstop. They're just like, Well, thank God he doesn't talk to my daughter the way he talks to his own. Right. Is tough love part of parenting? Of course it is. And is you know setting some boundaries or, or um, um, holding high expectations for your own kid part of, of everybody's growth and, growth and day-to-day life as yeah. a parent? Of course it is. But if we're in charge of a team, we have to start to think about how I interact with my own kid, how that affects and impacts everybody else on the team. So my call to action is those of you who are out there coaching your own children, thinking that because you're harder, harsher, more aggressive with your own kid, that it's sending the, my daughter really does deserve to be the shortstop, or my daughter doesn't get treated extra special, it's not working. It's not working the way you think it is, or it's not working the way that you hope that it is. Or being perceived. Right. Yeah. And, and my, my question is, is it worth it? And you can be equal at the group setting, right? Right. And then still have higher expectations in the training and for right. your daughter, but right. in, in front of the, the whole or the group, I think we need that consistent right. message. And because yeah. c- my question is, you're going to be a dad a lot longer than you're going to be a coach. Are you laying the foundation for a, a good, amazing, powerful, forever relationship by yelling, belittling, cussing, stomping whatever it is and as you're saying all your the, kid. as as you're saying that too Tori here I'm going to go and and defend those coaches or dads too but that's how we were brought up that's how I was brought up right I'm not shy to say it that was the tough love that that I was shown you know so that's what we know and but we got to break the cycle right. and that's why talking about it sharing our thoughts here on the podcast you know gives us an opportunity to make it make it a little bit better for right. the next layer of kids right right and and the and you know j- just so nobody mi- misunderstands, I mean this is stuff that we're learning from, you know, talking to and reading and and listening to people that are a whole lot more expert. I'm I'm not oh, a sure. clinical psychologist. I'm not a c- clinical social worker. But these are just we're, observations. We're, we're, but and... but we're also lucky enough in what we're doing with the podcast 
to have chances to talk with those people and have chances to have them as guests and to develop relationships with them because of those relationships that we're in a position now where we can share some of this. So when I was a kid, I had coaches who would grab my face mask and drag me off the football field and kick me square in the butt and scream at me and cuss at me and belittle me and talk about my parenthood and everything else. And and my parents were like, shut up, suck it up. Go get it done. And, and do better. That's what we grew up with. But it doesn't mean that it was right. And that doesn't mean that's what's going to be most effective and it, now. Right. And, it, and, and I think that's really the question now is, is that effective? And so being harder on your kid, a solution to making people think that you're not running a daddy ball team? I don't think so. So if you're hard on your kids, just make sure you're doing it from a place of love and, and respect, not a show of force so that other people have more faith in your ability to coach. Because I don't think you're sending that message. No, I think it's a good topic. And again, just food for thought and, uh, you know, throwing it out there, right? Yeah. You know, one of the things that we've talked about in the past on, on uh, the Everything Fast Pitch podcast is we're all big into videotape and, uh, and you know, videotaping swings and videotaping stuff like that. Well, I here, know where you're going. Yeah. So, so here's what I would ask all of our parent coaches to do. Get somebody you know, that, you, that you trust, somebody that, that you think would, would be willing to do it, As to you're videotape your inter- interactions. Yeah. And yeah. You know, to you know, spend a day at the ballpark letting them videotape you coaching, coaching. the team, you know, coaching third base, coaching in the dugout, interacting with the kids. You know, maybe it's at practice. Maybe it's in a game. You know, whatever setting you want to choose. And then after it's all said and done, you know, go back and watch yourself a little bit. And try and pick it apart. Goods, bads. Yeah. Yeah, just, just like you would pick apart a swing and say, well, okay, you know, yeah. you're like getting your front foot down or you're, you know, you're dropping your hands or you're pulling your head or whatever it is and be able to look at it. I can tell you, honestly, looking back at myself on videotape, there's things that are absolutely embarrassing I'm to sure watch. for all of us. Too, and I think yeah. all of us would have yeah. that. But what I would love for some of the, the coaches that are taking the uh, I'm going to be harder on my own kid approach, look at it from a parent perspective, not a coach perspective. If that was you watching someone else, someone do, else do that to a child, whether you knew it was their own child or not, how would you feel? And if you don't look at it and go, man, that's good parenting. Wow, that's, that, that's the way I want to, that's the relationship I want to have with my daughter. Right, yeah. Then just give it some thought. And I think a lot of us, if we take that good hard look at it, it's going to solve some potential problems. Well, and again, too, in an effort for all of us to continue to be better. Right. I want to be better. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's uh, um, all part of the uh, idea of uh, learning and growing and, and having fun with this game. Yeah, no doubt. I think it's a good topic. Good. So, Don, you got anything else for episode 65? No, just hoping all the kids that are listening are getting ready to study hard for a couple of weeks so they can enjoy the holidays coming up and uh, yeah. and relax, not stressed about schoolwork. So let's dig in and get her done. Yeah, Christmas is just around the corner. So yeah. uh, for Coach Don McKinley and our producer Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tory in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio saying thanks for listening to episode number 65 of Coach Prep, and we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah.